Welcome to another inspiring message recorded at Thrive Church, a church passionate about moving people towards Jesus. Hello church, it's so so good to be with you all today. Before I go any further, I'd like to start by showing honour to our lead pastors, Pastor Byron and Pastor Candice. Thank you for the privilege and the honour to share today and thank you for being incredible leaders and incredible pastors. Well, church, today we're in week three of our sermon series called Grateful. I've been loving this series so far because this is a series geared towards helping us to live in complete gratitude. And I'm so excited about what we're going to learn today about gratitude. So let's pray before we get started. Father, thank you that we get together once again as your church, even online. Help us to live more grateful and more fully devoted lives for Christ as we learn from your word today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Today I'd like to start by asking us one simple question. What sparks our gratitude? What sparks our gratitude? What are the things that generate our sincerest and humblest thank yous? Not our polite thank yous that we give whenever we receive our change back from a teller, but our most sincere and most humble thank yous that leave us almost on our knees out of sheer gratitude. It's so important for us to answer this question so that when those moments come and we are able to give our deepest thanks, we don't miss them. Pastor and theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer once said, in ordinary life, we hardly realize that we receive a great deal more than we give and that it is only with gratitude that life becomes rich. It's so important for us to live knowing what it is that sparks our gratitude so that we can live truly rich lives. So again, what sparks our gratitude? Maybe these two stories can help. In January 1945, Franklin D. Roosevelt gave his fourth inaugural speech as U.S. President. Yes, he was so loved that he got elected for a fourth term as U.S. President. He had earned this honor because he guided the U.S. through its deepest and worst depression and its most tragic war leaving them to the other side stronger and even more better than they'd ever been before. Historians rank Roosevelt as one of the top three U.S. presidents in history, with some even saying that he comes second only to Abraham Lincoln. His biographer, Gene Edward Smith, wrote, he lifted himself off his wheelchair to lift the nation from its knees. His extraordinary work as U.S. president sparked the gratitude of a nation. When Mother Teresa passed away on the 5th of September 1997, she had spent most of her life serving the sick and poor from her base in Calcutta. But by 1999, just two years after her death, she was already considered by Pope John II for a sainthood. This is extremely unprecedented because the normal rule was that one only gets considered for sainthood at least five years after his or her death. But such was Mother Teresa's influence that she demanded a re-evaluation of the rules. She was that incredible. She deserved that much recognition for her impact across the globe. Her extraordinary life and virtues sparked the gratitude of the world. From these two stories of these two remarkable world leaders, we see the one thing that always sparks our gratitude. We see that gratitude is sparked by the extraordinary. Gratitude is sparked by the extraordinary. That's what we see from Roosevelt and from Mother Teresa. 
the gratitude of the world was sparked by their extraordinary work. And that's exactly what Psalm 75 verse 1 tells us. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks to you. We proclaim how great you are and tell of the wonderful things that you have done. Gratitude, we give thanks to you, O God, is sparked by the extraordinary. How great you are, the wonderful things that you have done. Gratitude is sparked by the extraordinary. Gratitude is sparked by the extraordinary. I saw this four years ago in my own life when I proposed to Amy. Her extraordinary response, saying yes to this guy, sparked my gratitude. I give thanks to you, O oh God. <laughs> so if our gratitude is sparked by the extraordinary, the most logical question we should ask ourselves is, what's the extraordinary? I don't know about you, but I don't seem to live a life where Franklin Roosevelt's and Mother Teresa's pass me by every day and do the most extraordinary things. So what's the extraordinary that we ought to be looking out for so that we can live lives that are rich and rich lives that are full of gratitude? It's in moments like this that the scriptures just come alive. Because in Luke 5, we see this principle played out in full. From the story, which you're probably familiar with, we see one very extraordinary way of living that will always spark gratitude. This extraordinary way of living will spark our gratitude towards God and will spark people's gratitude towards God, leaving us all with much, much richer lives. Let's read the story and then we'll unpack it. From Luke 5 verses 18 to 27. Some men were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed and they were seeking to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, man, your sins are forgiven. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to question, saying, who is this who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered them, why do you question in your hearts, which is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your bed and go home. And immediately he rose up before them and picked up what he had been laying on and went home glorifying God. And amazement seized them all, and they all glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen extraordinary things today. I just love the people's response. We have seen extraordinary things today. Because they had seen extraordinary things, it sparked their gratitude. They glorified God. The healed man also saw extraordinary things, and his gratitude was sparked too. He glorified God. And everyone who showed gratitude that day had their lives richer. And everyone who didn't show gratitude, the scribes and the Pharisees, ended that day poorer. And what made the difference was the recognition of the extraordinary things. Plural, as in not just Jesus' miracle, the first extraordinary thing, but also what led to Jesus' miracle, the second extraordinary thing. And it's this second extraordinary thing that left people with richer lives because it sparked gratitude. 
It's the second thing that if we adopt in our lives, it will leave us and those around us with richer lives because we won't stop giving thanks to Jesus for his first extraordinary thing. It's this extraordinary thing that makes Jesus' extraordinary thing possible. And this second extraordinary thing is what we see lived out by the paralyzed man's friends who carried him. So here it is, the second extraordinary thing that they did and which we can do also. Instead of giving up, they looked up. Instead of giving up, they looked up. Instead of giving up when they saw no way through the huge crowd, they looked up for another way to come before Jesus. Verse 19 tells us, But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and led him down with his bed through the tiles into the midst before Jesus. Our gratitude towards God and people's gratitude towards God will always be sparked when we do the extraordinary thing of looking up in hard times instead of giving up in hard times. Imagine the gratitude our lives would spark if we constantly lived our lives in this one extraordinary way. Imagine how much thanks your kids would give God because when they see you, they see someone who looks up and is constantly praying to Jesus. Imagine how much thanks your co-workers would give God because when they see you, they don't see someone who panics about retrenchments and about pay cuts like they do. Instead, they see someone who looks up in prayer and holds on to God's promises. Imagine how much thanks your classmates would give God because when they see you peaceful and content during online classes and physical classes and during exams and tests, they see someone who does not give up, but who always, always looks up to Jesus for guidance, for wisdom, and for peace. Gratitude will always be sparked by that kind of extraordinary living because Jesus will always match our extraordinary living with his extraordinary power. And everyone's lives will be richer because of it. I'll be honest, late September to early November, have been my hardest period during this already difficult year. They've been the icing on top of a really unwanted cake. And the room where I have my quiet times in the morning has been almost like a best friend. Because each day it's an opportunity for me to go down on my knees and to look up. And by looking up, I get to start each day not thinking about giving up because I can't see a way forward, but instead I start each day grateful. Grateful because my gratitude is sparked by all the other extraordinary times that God has pulled through for me. I get reminded each time that the God who helped me pay off my student loans when there seemed to be no other way is the same God who's seeing me through now. That the God who helped me get out of a toxic work environment that was affecting my health is the same God who's carrying me through now. That the same God who saw me flap my hands up in defeat, saying I would never find a girlfriend, and then went on to bless me with the most incredible wife, is the same God who's seeing me through now. I'm reminded of this each time I look up in prayer and hold on to his promises, because God will always, always match our extraordinary living with his extraordinary power when we do the extraordinary thing of looking up.
Can I invite us all to do the same thing each day, starting today? I don't know about where you find yourself right now. Maybe you're living in sunshine. If so, that's amazing. Or maybe you can't see a way forward. But regardless, the truth still stands. Do the extraordinary thing. Look up. We look up when we pray honest prayers. We look up when we find promises in Scripture that we can hold on to. We look up when we write down all the times that God has been good to us in the past, and then we thank Him for those past victories. We look up when we surround ourselves with a community of people who are quick to remind us about how good and how faithful God is. We look up when we don't know and we don't have the answers, but we give it to God anyway. And as we live in this extraordinary way, we can be rest assured that Jesus will match our extraordinary living with his extraordinary power. And we will live forever grateful and never in despair. So to recap, what sparks our gratitude? The extraordinary things that Jesus does in our lives. But it takes us looking up. That's also extraordinary. And you and I can be extraordinary. We can look up. Today, any day, every day, we can look up and be grateful for the extraordinary things that he does for us. In the 1700s, a Dutch scientist named Jan Ingenhuis discovered something incredible. He discovered why plants that are raised inside are more likely to die than the plants that are raised outside. Before then, the general understanding was that if you had good soil, water, and strong roots, any vegetation could grow anywhere. But Ingenhaus recognized that this wasn't enough, that there had to be more. He came to realize that you need all the other stuff in addition to the sun and carbon dioxide. He's a scientist who discovered the process of photosynthesis, which means from the light. Ingenhaus recognized that in order for a plant to be fully rich, it needed direct contact with its life-giving source. The same is true for us. If you and I are to live fully rich lives, we need direct contact with our most extraordinary life-giving source of gratitude, Jesus. You see, 2,000 years ago when he died for our sins and rose again, he didn't just match our extraordinary with his extraordinary. No, he initiated a whole new extraordinary, a whole new level of gratitude. This is our lives. When we make a daily decision to look up to Jesus, we're putting ourselves in direct contact with exactly what our lives need, the living hope found in our risen Jesus. And when he continues to be extraordinary in our lives, there's no doubt that we will continuously live richer lives because our gratitude will always be sparked by Jesus' extraordinary hope. And if you're watching this today, and this has been the first time you've ever been made aware of the extraordinary sacrifice that Jesus paid for you, then this moment is especially for you. And I would love to encourage you to respond to what Jesus is doing right now in this moment and invite him into your life to be your Lord, Savior, and friend. All you need to do is accept the invitation that he offers you today. I'm going to pray, and as I do so, I invite you to pray along with me. Dear Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for saving me in a moment where I couldn't even save myself. 
I realize I need you in my life and I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to forgive me. And as much as I know how, I want to follow you from now on. And I always want to live in gratitude of what you're doing in my life. Thank you for your gift of salvation. Amen. If you prayed that prayer today, it is the very best decision you could have ever made. And we celebrate with you. And all around our church, there are people congratulating you right now. What an awesome journey you've just started. We would love for you to let us know that you have made this decision by either clicking on the raised hand on the bottom corner of the screen or by WhatsApping Follow Jesus to the number on the screen right now. We would love to send you something helpful to get you started on your faith journey. So again, congratulations. Well, Thrive, as we go into the week ahead, let's remember that God does extraordinary things when we do the extraordinary thing of looking up. And when he does, we will be grateful for what he does and live richer lives. Have a great week, church. God bless. We hope you have been blessed and helped by this message. For more information about our church, visit our website at www.thrivechurch.co.za.